So what's going on, Kingdom Success? This is Tyler McCart coming at you, episode 262. Excited about this episode. Excited to be able to deliver you uh, a little bit different content. And I know I did not have my intro music like I normally do, but uh, I am going to be working on that to be able to deliver a little bit different kind of content, maybe in the future as I do some of these interviews uh, down the road. But nonetheless, Mr. Ryan Haley is interviewing me on this actual episode. So actually, I'm the one being interviewed, which I'm honored that I'm the one being interviewed. And Ryan, if you've known Ryan or heard any of his content that he's had, uh, he has his own podcast, his own book. Uh, A Better Way uh, is the book title for uh, God's Design for Less Stress, More Rest, and Greater Success. And I read the book, had to get in touch with Ryan, this has been about at least two years ago, two, three years ago, whatever it is. And Ryan and I have developed a great friendship over the years. And he and I were conversing about some other business-related matters uh, here recently. And he said, dude, I, I've got to bring you on to my podcast to talk about uh, your health and body transformation journey and how it has been, uh, like you just told me, Tyler, uh, all because of God's grace and his, his actual word of transforming your body. And we need to hear that. So Ryan, uh, we scheduled this, did it over Zoom. And uh, this is actually the interview uh, that you're going to hear. And I'm excited to be able to deliver this to you guys uh, in its entirety. Uh, It'll actually be on Ryan's uh, podcast, A Better Way Podcast uh, dot com. Uh, You can also find that on iTunes as well, his podcast. Can't recommend Ryan enough. Uh, Ryan, my friend, if you do listen to this at all ever, I do appreciate you, my friend. appreciate your walk in the Lord. I appreciate your friendship with me and appreciate and looking forward to continue fighting the good fight of faith uh, by God's grace and making it effortless as we go through this world. So enjoy this interview, guys. Hope you do. I know you will. And we'll catch you on the other side. Welcome to A Better Way podcast. This is your host, Ryan Haley. And for, I believe, the fifth time now, we have Tyler McCart on the show. Tyler, welcome back. It's a pleasure, as always, to have you. Always, Ryan. Love your audience and love uh, Better Way, baby. <laughs> yeah, we've been on each other's shows several times because we just um, really resonate on this uh, grace-based, toil-free way of living life in so many ways. And even just since our last conversation um, on the podcast, in addition to what we're sharing now, there's so much we could go into. And I just love how your life truly is a living epistle of God's grace in uh, both spiritual and practical ways. And this is going to be a slightly different um, tack that we're going to take today. We're not specifically going to talk about, you know, business investment or finance, although again, there's plenty we could talk about that and maybe will in the future. But This is something that I want to share with our audience, Tyler, because I think it's something that so many people struggle with, particularly in America, and that is um, this whole effort to, you know, lose weight, get healthy, get fit, and um, really just live a a healthy, integrated lifestyle. And kind of what what made me think about this is we had a Zoom meeting a couple weeks ago, and I saw you on the video, and you looked like you'd lost a lot of weight. 
And then I saw you kind of bending over and I saw your arm in the shot and it just looked totally cut. And you, I mean, it looked like a massive body transformation since the last <laughs> time we had seen each other three or four months ago. And I commented on it and um, you said something that was really interesting to me. And I'd love for you to share that with what that is with our audience. Well, you know, Ryan, um, the, the body transformation, the, uh, you know, it didn't happen overnight and um, it's all been really, this whole thing has, has been by, all I can say is God's grace and resting in this whole entire process of, you know, transforming my, my body and really, it really is, honestly, it's just, it's my mind that had to be renewed um, to this. So that's, that's where it all began. I mean, it's all, it's, it's honestly, it's been about a coming up on, I say almost a four year journey with this, uh, with my health and, you know, fitness and, um, you know, cause growing up, right. I mean, when I was growing up, I was a, I was an athlete, you know, I was a, football player, I played a little basketball, um, wound up uh, kind of finding my niche in track and field. And that track and field led me to, um, you know, performing and uh, really doing well at some very high levels um, in Division One athletics. And uh, I was actually, uh, for your audience, that they don't know this, they might know this, um, but I was a hammer thrower. Uh, that's what actually I've kind of the thing I kind of nestled in on, the niche I found. And, uh, you know, again, was competing at very high levels. And, and then, you know, whenever I got done with <clears throat> my athletics after college, I still had dreams and aspirations, but, you know, this thing called life and work and, and a wife and house and bills to pay, you know, all those things started, uh, back then. And, Tyler, uh, quite honestly, really stopped working out and stopped going to the gym and stopped uh, doing what I was doing prior to all that. So that was that was that's now that's 20 years ago. And so it's this is again, like, I've, you know, it's once you've got your audience. So this has not been something that's been overnight. This has been a process. The Lord has taken me through uh, through that process. But it's been all now what I've learned over the last 10 years, 10 or 12, actually more than that, uh, uh, about really this, I guess, whenever I've been thinking about our interview here, you know, God wants to be your complete source. Hmm. He, he, not just, you know, financially, not just, not just, you know, getting a healing of something, right. But he wants to be your complete source for your motivation for working out, for eating healthy. I mean, he wants to be that source for it. And, you know, for me, uh, I didn't know that growing up and I didn't know that whenever I was even training or working out hard whenever I was in college. And then whenever I got away from everything um, and then had, you know, my right around 2008, that huge reformation in my brain that, <laughs> God wanted to bring my source and it kind of took me on this journey of, you know, abiding in the kingdom and the kingdom has got everything in there for you. And that even means your health and uh, your physical fitness. 
uh, as well, which is a really, I don't really, I haven't really found anybody that really talks about, about this all that much. And so this has just been my own personal journey right now. So there you go. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think that's true of most things in life that we always as humans want the one and done instant, you know, uh, solution. And with God, it's, it's almost always, you know, focused on process. And of course, as you know, from all of our previous conversations, of course, there's always outcomes that serve as the fruit of the good tree with those healthy roots. But, um, that's certainly been the case for me, both in, you know, uh, getting, kind of in that same, same journey you had being, you know, very athletic and in good shape for most of my life and then getting out of shape and really unhealthy in a lot of ways. And then just getting back into it slowly, but surely over a period of time, but it's amazing, you know, how things add up over time, just those simple, small steps that can lead to that incredible transformation. And just to give our audience, since I don't think any of them have seen you on, um, you know, the videos we've done, cause this is an audio format. Can you just give us a little bit of like a before and an after picture of maybe in the last six or 12 months to today, just to give people an idea of um, what that journey's looked like? Yeah. <clears throat> so just the stats on it, uh, Ryan, you know, 12 months ago or back in actually the <clears throat> very end of May. So this would have been right when, you know, COVID was kind of towards the, I guess, kind of. I want to say to the crest of it, where it was at, but <clears throat> this was May of 2020 and um, down here in Georgia, uh, the gyms uh, had kind of started opening back up <clears throat> with a lot of restrictions. And so <clears throat> I, you know, took a snapshot of where we have, we have this, you know, machine in there, it's called an in-body machine. And it kind of takes you, you know, skeletal muscle mass, it takes your body fat, it takes your weight so forth. So anyway, at that moment on February, excuse me, May the 29th of 2020, I was about 253 pounds, uh, which <clears throat> at that time, really, I think the only other time I'd been, I think I'd been at 254 and, you know, I'm six foot two. Um, and, you know, so being to 253, that's, that's heavy, very heavy for me. And, and then, now you flash forward uh, to almost a little over a year, about actually um, my recent in-body measurement that I did was on uh, June the 25th, and I was down to two, 231 pounds. Um, and, but what's exciting is not, the, not so much about the, the weight loss, but really kind of the transformation of the body from the body fat to actually the skeletal muscle mass. Uh, really, where the, the body fat was at that time back in May of, of 2020, which was actually a 26% uh, percent body fat. And then um, the obviously the more recent one was right at 16% body fat. Wow. <clears throat> so 10% body fat, you know, gone. But on top of that, you know, where that, you know, you, you're, you're all cheering, everybody's all happy about, you know, the body fat. But the other side of that is the muscle. Um, and the muscle mass that's been gained. And so back in 2008, uh, still, I mean, I, I, would, I would probably say even back then, I was still working out a year ago, but I wasn't, I really hadn't taken my nutrition serious. There's a, there's a two-sided you know, coin 
with your body that you can work out as all you want to, you know, and probably back in the day, whenever I was, you know, 19, 20, 21, <clears throat> you know, quite honestly, I, I could eat anything, you know, and right. get away with it and still work out hard and still be, you know, uh, you know, very physically fit, very strong. But as I am now 43, <laughs> 43, <laughs> there's a, there's, there's a different side to that. And so the eating part changed after May and now where that, um, I put on about four pounds of muscle, um, <clears throat> in that process of losing all that weight. So there, it's been a good, it's been a good, good scenario. So I was at like 108 pounds of muscle, lean muscle mass, and now I'm up to 112. Uh, and that's probably, you know, changed cause I was about, you know, a couple of weeks ago that I even did that. And, um, so, so yeah, that, that's kind of just a snapshot of where I was a year ago to where I am today. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. I mean, um, like you said, not just the weight loss, but the transformation too. It's that you're, you're losing fat and at the same time you're gaining muscle. And I have definitely noticed that same dynamic you talked about where the older I get, the more important healthy eating becomes. And, um, you know, as I was telling you a couple of weeks ago, we initially had this conversation, you know, I, I've been in pretty good shape for, you know, most of my life and particularly the last five or 10 years, but, you know, kind of started to, uh, get a little off track and now I'm starting to get back in the gym, but I realized that, you know, the eating part is, is really, really probably the most important. I'd say it's, you know, maybe now it's probably 70% nutrition and 30% exercise right. for me, just kind of on a rough scale. And, right. you know, that kind of brings us into what kind of the core of what I want to talk about, because obviously these are some practical things. And as everybody knows, this platform is all about where the supernatural meets the practical. And so we've talked about those practical things, you know, getting back in the gym, working out, eating healthy. But when it comes to, you know, the eating part of it, I can't help but think about what Jesus said is that uh, his food is to do the will of his father and that the word of God is, is, you know, spiritually something we actually eat. And when I asked you about this, you said that it was truly just being in the word and almost that effortless change where not that there wasn't a productive output to it, obviously there has been, but that you weren't striving and toiling, going on some crash diet and all those kind of, you know, things that a lot of people tend to do, that it was truly an inside out kind of reformation and transformation Talk to us a little bit about that process and how truly the word of God and the spirit of God gave you the, I don't even want to say the discipline, but just the desire and the divine empowerment to embark on this journey and, and to really do it sustainably, you know, because it sounds like you've, you've been in, you know, a much better condition for a little bit now. It wasn't just, you know, a couple of weeks and then you fell off again. So tell us about right. that kind of sustainable transformation that came through the word and the spirit. Yeah, so I I go back to 2017 and I was I was I was actually training again uh for uh for the they they call them um the masters uh you know kind of for track and field and I'd felt led to to actually pick back up the hammer. Um I hadn't touched it in many many years and so that required me to kind of start getting back into the gym. And the thing that I 
I knew that if I'm going to, it's just, it's, it's something that's just kind of become programmed. I mean, not programmed to me, but just something become just a, something I always do before I go and start a venture or before I go and start a new thing that I feel the Lord leading me to is, is I need to find somewhere in the word that I can kind of anchor myself and that I can start to, you know, build my belief um, and really plant those seeds in my heart to really kind of start that whole entire process. And so I really started meditating on uh, Caleb, quite honestly. And because Caleb in the, in the word, you know, he was uh, what it was at 84 years old. Um, I believe the way the scripture reads and the man is sitting there saying, dude, Joshua, turn me loose. I'm as strong as I was when I was 40 years old and I'm ready to go tackle that mountain over there called Hebron and take it down and go kick butt and take names. And (laughs) quite honestly, dude, I mean, that, that inspired me, you know, here, here a guy was that he was as strong as what he was then. And, and I think even in that scripture, um, I, I believe it's somewhere in Joshua where the Caleb, you know, it mentions that, you know, the Lord was with Caleb. So even during that whole entire time that Caleb was in the wilderness, um, you know, he, he did not lose his vision or didn't lose his dream for mm-hmm. what he was wanting, you know? And, and so for me, I started meditating on the life of Caleb, you know, and I, I've done that with Joseph um, as well, but I started meditating on the life of, Ca- of Caleb and saying, you know, all right, if Caleb can do that, so can I. And then there were some other scriptures that I had of, you know, I, I you know, won't go weary and well-doing. And also, um, you know, I was from Mount Upon Wings of Eagles, I think it's in Isaiah uh, that I was meditating on. And I was starting to just meditate on those verses. And, you know, I, I would just, I would, during my quiet times, I would go back to, to Caleb and to those verses and just kind of meditate. So anyway, I started training and I wound up doing well in my master's, uh, di, you know, uh, division that I had. Um, I wound up uh, winning, uh, being actually a national champion uh, in my age group. Wow. Uh, praise God. And, and then I had a... Um, if you want to call it a hiccup, you want to call it just, uh, a, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, right after I, and that was in July that I won that competition. Um, literally 30 days later, my mom passes away. Um, mm. all of a sudden, uh, we, we were believing my mom was going to be healed and whole. Um, and that didn't happen here on this earth, but it did happen obviously in, in heaven. And, you know, quite honestly, Ryan, it kind of took the wind out of my sails. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it kind of sent me, I'm like, you know, mom was the one that was actually really excited about me uh, re engaging my throwing and getting back out there. She even wanted me to, you know, kind of the wild thing about that is, is that my mom, she, she, she mentioned to my wife about me being interviewed uh, for this. And, and the interview did take place, but it took place two weeks after my mom passed away. Mm. And the article still came out uh, about me winning, but you know, it just, honestly, it was a tough time. 
And there was a time in my life where I wasn't exactly excited about working out, excited about a lot of things. And, you know, uh, but my wife, praise God, right around May time frame um, of the following year. So in May, um, my wife started to actually um, attend a gym. And something that I've learned over the over the years is you want to go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. That's good. And we found this gym, my wife did, where that we were celebrated. And we've still been a part of this gym for the last three years, and we're celebrated there. And it's, I think it's that, that, that whole being celebrated at this, at this gym and the word, you know, taking root inside of me and still to this day, I still, you know, meditate on those, meditate on the life of Caleb, but meditate on, you know, even now different strict scriptures that I've needed to have just even inside of me, but where that I'm actually really you know, kind of come full circle and say, okay, you know, that I, I, I took my, I said, all right, you know, I'm going to stop figuring this thing out. I'm just going to cast myself in the Lord. I'm going to cast my health. I'm going to cast my, my fitness on the Lord. And the Lord's the one that's going to have to do this. And I just said, I don't care. You know, I, I, and at that point, I wasn't, you know, that was right before uh, Amy had found this gym. And then when we started going there, it was almost like a nat. It was, it was effortless. I mean, granted, I was going there and kicking my butt, but I, but I, it was like this internal drive and internal motivation, internal thing that the Lord was doing. I mean, I, I know we talk about the scripture so much, but, you know, it's Philippians, you know, 2.13. But, you know, the Lord was doing the work in me. He was creating the desire. He was mm. creating the motivation. He was creating the discipline mm. in me. And I still was, you know, overweight still at the time. I was still, you know, again, it didn't happen all at once. I probably was, still wasn't eating. So even that point, I, I really wasn't, you know, where I'm at today. But I was in the process. Does that make sense, Ryan? I, I, was, I was in the process. Of making right. all that happen. So that, that was kind of where I was at during that time right there. And where, what kind of, how the transformation really began. Yeah. That's so important. You know, that it's not just because, you know, I talk about this a lot, but you know, grace is multifaceted. There's mercy, which is not getting the bad things you do deserve favor, which is getting the good things you don't deserve. But then what I think people stop short and don't realize is that the, a really important part of grace is also divine empowerment, mm, which yes. is God giving us the ability and the desire, like you mentioned in Philippians 2.13, to do what would otherwise be impossible in and of ourselves. And I love that verse so much, you know, Philippians 2.13, where it talks about how God gives us not only the willingness, but the ability and the power and the desire to do what pleases him, which is only going to be good for us. And then I also think about what Paul says in Romans when he says, you know, and I worked harder or labored more abundantly than everybody else, yet not I, but the grace of God in me. And it, that's what I've seen in my life on so many levels. Is it like I can look like from the outside perspective, 
people may look at what I'm doing and saying, oh my gosh, you're working hard, you know, and you're, that's just, it seems crazy that you're getting that much done. And, you know, it must just be brutal. And it's like, no, I'm just flowing. I'm just in my sweet spot. I'm just doing what I do, you know, operating from the script that God put inside me and that manifests in all kinds of different ways. And I think that's really important that people realize, again, this is not either, or it's both. And God gives us this miraculous, supernatural, you know, divine um, anointing to do practical things in the natural. Sometimes, you know, he does it just by dropping checks out of the sky or, you know, in just instant miraculous healings. But like I said, usually it's more of a process of being perfected, being conformed to the image of Christ, becoming more healthy and whole. And that's kind of what I'm hearing when I'm kind of zeroing in on of what you're saying is that, yeah, you were working hard, quote unquote, going to the gym, sweating, you know, it wasn't an instant thing, but that it was God giving you from inside out the motivation, the desire and the ability to do what you needed to do. And obviously now, you know, we can see the outer fruit of that, but um, it really starts from within. It is. It's an inside job. Mm. And it all, it all, it always is. And um, you know, it, 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 it's always, what are you, you know, number one, are you keeping your heart clean, you know, because that's the soil of your heart. And then once you kind of keeping your heart clean, then, uh, you know, what, what is it that you, what is it that you feel the Holy Spirit leading you to start dropping your heart from a standpoint of the desires of your heart? And, you know, you can go to the word and start to get that seed that you need to plant inside your heart, you know, to allow it to grow up and become the largest uh, tree in, in the garden of your, of your life. Mm. And, um, you know, for me, for me, there are, I mean, you know, the, 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 the industry of fitness and nutrition is all about self-discipline or all about self-effort. And, you know, you, you hear all that and you, you know, you go, okay, I got to get disciplined. I just got to get in the gym or I just got to, you know, get, and it's like, I just, I don't know. I just, I just took my own medicine. <laughs> I've been trying to take this whole entire time over the last, you know, since 2008 and just rest and know and receive instead of trying to go and accomplish, just receive mm-hmm. what the Lord had, has in store for me of a great physically fit, you know, healthy body. Yeah. Because it's yeah. in, it's in there. I mean, every one of us have that kind of body inside of us of a healthy, well-kept temple of the Holy Spirit. We all have that. It's just a matter of just releasing it and, you know, allowing it to be there. But it's, it doesn't come from, you know, how, how disciplined you are from your own self. It, um, it comes from a, it, it's really, I mean, you said, you said a key word, uh, Ryan, just a second ago, you talked about flow mm. and I just did a, I just did a podcast episode of, um, I'm in the series right now on my podcast of manifesting the kingdom. And one of the, one of the subtitles to that, uh, series that I'm doing right now is how to flow with Holy spirit. And Jesus does a, Jesus does a great job of depicting that actually in John three, I believe it's verse eight, where it talks about that, you know, the wind 
blows this way and that way. We don't know which way it comes from, but we know, and so are the, you know, people that are born of the spirit. And that wind that Jesus is talking about to Nicodemus is the Holy Spirit. And so we just have to allow ourselves to flow and to allow, you know, our sails, so to speak, to be in line, to be able to change and to be able to move back and forth with the flow of the Holy Spirit and stop putting pressure on ourselves to go and accomplish. Um, yeah. Mm. And so good. Because, because, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, my friend told me this whenever I was, I was telling them, telling them about what I was getting ready to talk about on my podcast. You know, he said, you know, that's interesting you say about the sailing, because I've done a lot of sailing in my life, Tyler. And he said, you know, when you're sailing and you're wanting to get from point A to point B, it is never and it can never be a straight line. Mm. The only way it can be a straight line possibly is if you have a motorboat. But if you're going by the wind of the sails, it is never a straight line. It's back and forth adjustments. It's going to be a zigzag thing, but you're still going to get to where you want. And so, you know, for me, I had to, again, cast myself and allow the Lord to be my complete source for my physical fitness. And it still is today. I mean, still today, I, I battle a little bit with that where I'm like, okay, I got to go get in the gym today or I got to go work out. No, 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 no. Slow down, tiger. You know, <laughs> is, is that really what the flow of the Holy Spirit is like yesterday? Just bring it down brass tacks, um, down the runway. Yesterday, I had just gotten back from travel, or the day before, I had just got done traveling all the way, 12 hours roughly, uh, from Indiana, from my in-laws down to Georgia with my kids and my wife and so forth. And so yesterday was our first day back. And as I was riding in the, uh, in our, in our, in our, um, in a car coming back, I had all these things in my head. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to go work out. I'm going to do a detox because I haven't, you know, really been that good with eating clean and stuff like that. And all my mind was just racing. And I woke up the next day because uh, we got in late and I just, I just sensed the Holy Spirit say, Hey dude, you don't need to do jack squat today. <laughs> you, know, you just need to chill out. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, but no, I, I need to go work out. No, just just chill out. Just relax. Stop putting pressure on myself on yourself. Mm. And just relax. And I just said, okay, you know, and so yesterday I did not work out at all. I I did eat, I did eat better. Okay. So that was something that I did do. But as far as working out and training or doing whatever I was but I felt like I didn't, I just rested. I just took a day off and you know, that's okay. It's totally fine. And, you know, I just know that I have to flow. I have to, to allow the Holy spirit to, to do the work inside of me. And the only way for me to do that is to flow. Yeah, man, there's so much you said in there. Um, First of all, I love the sailing analogy too. I mean, I was in the Navy and uh, certainly by no means, uh, you know, experienced with like sailing with a, an actual sailboat, but I had to take a course. And I remember it is, you, it's not a straight line. You got, you know, I think there's tacking and jiving and these different things that you do. And it's also not, 
it's not something you can completely control. You're not under your own power. Like you are when you're, um, under with the, with the motor on the boat, you have to tap into the power and the direction of Mm. the naturally occurring or supernaturally occurring forces. In this case, the wind representative of the Holy spirit. And there's, uh, something I was just thinking as you're talking is third John two. And it says, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. And something that Andrew Womack talks about is, you know, spirit, soul, and body, which is a, you know, famous teaching of his and kind of the way to understand that is the soul is almost like the interface between the spirit and the body. And so I think of like, in a way, the soul is kind of the sale. Our part is not to produce the power or the direction. It's Mm -hmm. simply to, uh, you know, prepare ourselves and equip ourselves, rig the the sails and the mast and all that so that the spirit can then guide us under his power and direction. And when you set that up, if the spirit is the wind and the soul is the sail, then maybe the boat is the body and slowly, but surely it'll start adjusting course and picking up momentum and speed. But it's a process of not propelling ourselves under our own power, but positioning ourselves to be carried by his power. Amen. That's good, Ryan. That's really good. I like that. I like that word picture of, you know, the soul being the, the sails and the body being, you know, the boat and the, the wind being the Holy Spirit. You're exactly right. That's a great word picture. Great. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's God has made us, you know, tripartite beings. You know, we are spirit, soul and body and everything is connected to the other. This is something I've been talking about a lot lately in some of my other teachings, you know, um, it, the context of these teachings was more in, in realm of finances, but the point is that we are integrated beings, whether or not we recognize that or act accordingly, every part of our lives in some way affects the others. So we can't just compartmentalize, oh, finances over here, health and fitness over here, spiritual life, family, like eventually all these things connect. And the more aware of that we can be and the more we can see how those things happen, like that interface between the, the wind, the sail and the boat the spirit, the soul, and the body, then we start to be able to live an integrated life where we see how these different pieces all connect to each other. And we got to have healthy bodies that makes healthy minds and um, will eventually have, you know, a spiritual and eternal impact. And, um, you know, it's, it's amazing the interface between that. Cause I know when I start working out again, as I just have recently, like it's not just a physical thing, I'd say even more than anything for me personally, it's the mental and emotional, like psychological benefits, you know, of the endorphins, the clear thinking, just like there's, there's so much interplay. It's a dynamic system where each part interacts with the other. And, um, you know, I think you're, you're giving us a beautiful testimony and example of how that looked for you. And again, I know the audience can't see you, but, um, it truly is eventually the part that we tend to focus on most as humans, the output, the results, et cetera those will manifest, but, and we've talked about before on a different podcast, um, you know, difference between, uh, fruit versus results. And I think in this case, you, you know, this body transformation truly is fruit. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, it, it is. And it's, it just all goes back to that granddaddy parable <clears throat> of seed time and harvest, you know, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you know, you, you go out there and you plant, you know, you plant corn out in the field 
and you don't go the next day and dig it up and say, Hey, is this, is this, uh, you know, still corn? <laughs> it's my corn. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you leave it in the dirt. And even though you can't see it, you know, that's growing. Um, and that's why that planting the word, I mean, I, I was just reading in my um, devotion this morning that, you know, which is, which is probably the, the number one thing that we can do or, you know, modeled by Jesus, but Jesus was fanatical about having his time with his father. Yeah. He was fanatical about that. I mean, sometimes where he would spend all night just to make sure he was getting downloading, so to speak, the what the father was guiding him to do. I mean, he didn't do any, I mean, Jesus said that he didn't do anything the father didn't tell him to do. And I mean, that I sometimes kind of, it baffles me sometimes. And I, I just have to really kind of process that because I mean, Jesus sat there, you know, and didn't do anything for one of his best friends, Lazarus, while he was sitting there dying. Hmm. And, you know, that, that stretches me where that, you know, a lot of times we're just quick to act, you know, we have a sense of urgency or we got to act fast to go and, you know, jump to the, jump to the gun and help somebody or do something where Jesus said, no, you know, and I've, I've heard, you know, different ministers of the gospel. One of them in particular, brother Copeland, um, he, 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 he says, go cook an egg. And I'm like, oh man, go cook an egg. The story is with brother Copeland is, is that his mom came in one day in a frantic because I think her, the aunt, brother Copeland's aunt, or this would have been, uh, his, you know, his mom's sister was in the hospital, either dying or something like that. And she comes blazing in and just, we got to go Kenneth right now. We got to go pray for Aunt Ethel or whatever her name was. We got to go right now. And Kenneth said, got up from the, from the table where he was at and went over there and started cooking an egg. <laughs> and, and his mom is like literally about to pull her hair out like what are you doing Kenneth we've got to go right now and go to Aunt Ethel she's dying right now in the hospital and Kenneth is just over there just doing his thing and making his egg and so forth like that and then he goes back over there he says and he sits down to eat his egg and so forth and his mom just is beside herself and finally Kenneth says all right I'm ready to go and she goes I okay fine and they left went to Aunt Ethel laid hands on Aunt Ethel and she was healed okay and she didn't die at all and Kenneth wound up saying to to his mom that He's not moved by the circumstances. He's not moved by what the situation is, and nor should we. You know, my pastor back in Columbia, when I lived in Columbia, he used to always say this, and I still say it to this day, and I, it's always good to repeat this, but pressure and pushing is always from the enemy. Yeah. When you feel pressure, when you feel pressure to have to do something, you have to do this. Or when you feel pressure that, 
you know, or a push from someone or from something, that's go ahead and mark it up as the enemy. But if it's a pulling, a leading, a gentle guide, a a draw to you, that's Holy Spirit. Mm. And I've always I've always remembered that. And it's just that's why it's and that that right there helps me flow, literally, mm. Ryan. That that when I filter stuff through my brain, I don't do it perfectly. Okay, I'm getting better and better every day. But when I allow myself to filter it through the push or the pull, that's where the flow is. That's really good what I just said, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I haven't really thought so about it that true. way, but that's really good. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing before you even said it, and I know exactly what you're talking about. It's so true. Jesus never got um, pressured or pushed by the circumstances. I'm thinking about, you know, when he um, was on the way to heal Jairus's daughter and on the way, and she's deathly ill, like on the verge of death, literally. And then the woman with the issue of blood, you know, stops him and he talks to her and she gets healed. Then he shows up similar to Lazarus, you know, she's dead. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. You know, and Jesus in both cases gave God even greater glory and probably, you know, it, it was a much better outcome because they both got raised from the dead and, you know, he, but he, the, the key is he didn't let, allow himself to let people or circumstances dictate his flow. And, right. you know, he was perfectly in tune and in flow all the time. And we've seen obviously the, the fruit of that. And so, I mean, we could talk about, you know, this stuff um, forever. There's so many good points to unpack, but I love that you, you know, have been able to tap into that, just, you know, the flow the, the wind, you know, rigging your sail and letting the Lord guide you. And it, sometimes he says, Nope, there's no wind today. You're just going to sit still, you know, still yeah. in silence in the water. You're not yep. going to go work out. And there's sometimes that takes a lot more faith than going out and doing something as we've talked Amen. about before. Amen. So I just love this. And unfortunately I, I wish we could talk longer, but I, I know that you have a lot of really good content. Of course, you know, we've shared uh, your podcast and I've been on yours, you've been on mine, but for people who maybe aren't familiar, what, um, what is a way that people can connect with you and, and tap into more of these kind of principles that you're talking about with your kingdom success podcast, which I think is a perfect name for what you're doing right now. Yeah. So kingdom success podcast has been around. We just celebrated our eighth year of having the podcast. Praise God. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. It's, uh, it's exciting. And, you know, you can always go to mccartinternational.com. Um, that's kind of the hub for, you know, everything for me and, um, you know, get my, get the content and get in contact with me right there at that website. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to be able to talk about these things. It's exciting to be able to rest in the Lord and not have to toil and strive. And I appreciate Ryan, you know, you being a champion of that and, you know, and I know, you know, as I know you have your struggles with, you know, wanting to be, you know, the atypical person and, you know, goal oriented and, and, and I, I'm the same way. And I, and I appreciate, I just, I guess I appreciate the brotherhood in that, that we're on the same journey together with that and we're overcoming it and we're recovering from being those, <laughs> you know, accomplished, um, you know, winners that we are, but just allowing the Lord to win for us. Mm. And I just really mm. appreciate that about you. I really do. Amen. Yeah. I, it, you know, obviously that goes both ways. That's why we've been on each other's shows so much as we have that 
we can relate on both levels, you know, on the flesh level, as well as on the spirit level. And um, I love what you said about letting God win for us. And that's what it's all about. And I think that's what you've demonstrated here. So thank you again for coming on the show. Uh, For you guys listening, definitely encourage you to check out Tyler's podcast, go to McCart International, check out Kingdom Success Podcast on any of the major platforms, some really good stuff. And, um, you know, like I said, there's so much more we can go into. There's a, you know, a whole other thing that you and I are working through right now. That's a testimony in itself that, you know, is, is still in progress, but, uh, all that to say guys, you know, again, this isn't just pie in the sky. This isn't just us peddling unlived truth. This is truly people that are walking this out on a day-by-day basis in every area of their lives. Tyler, you're a phenomenal example of that. So I thank you again for uh, being willing to share your story for the brotherhood that we do share. And um, guys, if you're inspired by this, if you're listening to this and it's touched you, reach out, let us know, let Tyler know, let me know. We'd love to hear these testimonies of how things are impacting people because we really believe and we prayed and made this declaration right before the show that somebody, at least one person, um, maybe more, but just for that one person who hears this, this could be a transformative shift. And we want to hear about that stuff. So thank you again, Tyler. Thank you guys for tuning in. Take this stuff to heart. Start living it out. It does bear fruit. And we will see you guys next week on A Better Way.